Why is this taking so long? Why haven't I achieved my dreams yet? What's wrong with me? Uh, does this sound familiar to you or is this just me? Welcome to the Becoming Future You podcast, where it's all about you. I'm here to help you figure out who you are and what you want out of your life. What are your special gifts? How do you impact others? What does living a great life look like for you? The answers are inside of you, and we're going to unlock them together. It's time to become future you. I'm your host, Mel Jolly. Let's get to work. These are all 100% thoughts I have had. I know it's not just me because these are also things that I hear from my coaching clients, but when I work with people on clarifying this vision of future you, right? So whether it's in private coaching, whether it's in these classes that I offer, whether it's with my students and unlock your five-star future, we, we work on clarifying this vision. What do you want for future you? And when students come into my unlock your five-star future class, a lot of times they've been feeling stuck. They're not sure what their vision of the future is. They don't feel motivated. Uh, they might be having trouble making a choice on what they want. So they finish the class with this vision of what they want. You know, whether it's five years from now, 10 years from now, one year from now, they have a vision and they have a strategy. What do I need to actually do to make this version of future me true, right? Which is awesome because it only makes sense that it's hard to get where you're going if you don't know where you're going, right? It's like getting in your car for a road trip with no plans and no map, but then being upset that you never get there. Like, oh, I didn't see what I wanted to see, even though I didn't know what I wanted to see or, you know, drive in the direction of what I wanted to see. You know, you get to the mountains, you're like, man, I think I really wanted to see the beach. Well, the time to decide that was when you started the car and picked if you were heading east or west. Doesn't mean you can't still get to the beach, but it's going to take longer. It's so easy, though, to get impatient and to think this is taking forever. Uh, there's something wrong with me. Maybe I'm not working hard enough. Maybe the universe isn't working hard enough. Maybe things just aren't lining up like they should. And one of the things I find for myself and my students is we get this, this like antsy pantsy uh, feeling going. And actually when I was a kid, uh, one of the things my dad had to say to me most often was um, hold your horses. Or I think sometimes instead of hold your horses, he would say, hold your britches, right? And so then I literally like grasp onto my pants. This is one of his favorite memories um, because, you know, three-year-old Mel took that pretty literally. But when we are getting impatient, um, one of the things that I find is that we're not being honest with ourselves about how long we've been doing the work or how much of the work we're doing, or we're just not acknowledging how much of the work we're doing. You know, there's a lot of reasons that you can be impatient and dissatisfied. However, as I always teach my students, the goal, yes, the goal is important. And the goal is to reach the goal. However, however, just as important is to enjoy the journey along the way to actually strive with satisfaction, to enjoy the process, to enjoy doing the work, which all sounds great, right? Enjoy the journey. That sounds awesome on a 
Instagram post. But if you're feeling really frustrated and impatient when somebody says that to you, you might want to slap them, right? Enjoy the journey. Okay, so what we're going to talk about today is actually how, like what are some actionable things you can do to help you increase patience and actually enjoy the journey? All right, so how can you increase patience, increase, how can you be more patient and enjoy the journey? First thing, increase patience by noting your progress, by noting your progress. So I mentioned um, that I personally get really frustrated and, and tend to underestimate how long things are gonna take. And that includes how long it's gonna take me to do a project, but then also how long it's gonna take that project to like start bearing fruit. I just, I know it's something that I'm working on. Um, one of the things I do though, is I overestimate how long I've been working on it. So let's say I have this dream to be helping all these different people, hundreds and hundreds of people with my online course. I had an idea for an online course in like, I don't know, 2014, when they first started talking about them on podcasts. I didn't actually take action until 2019. So it's kind of unfair to myself to be counting those five years when I like had ideas. Um, and, and, you know, researched and listened to a lot of podcasts, but I didn't actually do anything. Okay. It took lighting a fire under my own britches. It took, <laughs> there I go with britches again, right? It took me making a no nonsense decision, which is what it usually takes for me. I'm going forward. Yes, it's scary. I'm going to put this out there. I'm going to see, see what happens. But that's really where this journey started for me. So for me to be impatient now, I can't, I can't lie to myself and be like, but Mel, you've been working on this for seven years. You haven't been working on this for seven years. Um, how does that relate to noting your progress? We want to be realistic about our progress, but not overestimate our progress. Does that make sense? So that's me overestimating my progress. Most people are overestimating my time commitment. Noting your progress would be hey, I've actually taught the course live four times before I got it uploaded, okay? Even though those four times didn't have a course, didn't result in a course built into Kajabi, the platform I used, even though the videos weren't pre-filmed yet, it would be unfair to myself to ignore all that, all that work, all that progress that got me to the point where I could record the videos, where I could lead a class through pre-recorded videos. Does that make sense? Let me give you another example too. Um, so I've been getting really impatient with myself, with my health, okay? Um, about a year and a half ago, I decided I was gonna get in the best health of my life. Not shape, health, right? And I was gonna have somebody consult on my blood work. And I went to physical therapy and I started doing all this strength training. And I went through a long period of time where I gave up alcohol and I gave up caffeine, gave up coffee, okay? as part of this journey to improve my health. However, at this point in time, 
my eating habits, my healthy eating habits are not what I want them to be. Okay. I've fallen back into some old patterns. Chocolate's my new best friend. And I previously had really cut out sugar, like really and truly, I didn't eat sugar. And I knew it felt great, but I can either say to myself, Mel, oh, you fell off the wagon. You're eating all this cereal again. Chocolate's your best friend, bad Mel. Or I can look at this hand and I can go, but you gave up alcohol. You gave up coffee. You are getting your blood work straightened out. You are taking these supplements. You have like strength trained like nobody's business and now your back doesn't hurt anymore. You see what I'm saying? It's that's like five or six things, but I could easily let the one thing that I still feel I'm lacking outweigh those five things. You find what you look for. So look for the positives. Look for the thing in your positive category. For me, it literally took me journaling about this to even remember those five things. They weren't coming to mind. The only thing that was coming to mind was the way I saw myself eat every day or the what I saw when I looked in the mirror. You have to force yourself to bring these positives to mind, this progress, noting your progress. Noting your progress might not change how fast things come for you, but it will change how you feel about the journey. One of my coaching clients came up with this metaphor that I think is awesome. Um, maybe it's an analogy. I talk to writers all the time and I get confused about which is which. Uh, but anyway, she said that your, your progress on this journey towards your goal is sort of like being on a train. And when you're riding along in a train or you're riding in a car and you're going very fast, you can look out the window at the things that are close by your window and they're like, <laughs> They're like moving so fast by your window, you can't even see them. Or you can look way out in the distance at the mountains and it looks like they're not moving at all. So the speed at which you're progressing, how you feel about that speed is gonna be dependent on, are you looking at the mountain? Are you looking at the 20 year goal where you have the beach house and you host your friends for writing retreats and all your books have been made into movies? Or, or are you looking at the closer goals, you know, where you write your fifth book, where you publish your 10th book, where you start your podcast, where, where you start your Etsy store, whatever it is. Increase your patience by noting the hard work that you've done and noting, oh, actually I'm, I've covered a lot of ground. There might be a lot of ground left to go, but I've really done something. Good job, me. Way to go, self. If you're ready to achieve your big dreams, it's time to join my DIY coaching program and accelerate your progress. What's that? You want to know how a coaching program can be do it yourself? I'll tell you how. A coach's job is to ask you questions and help you figure out what's going to work for you while also teaching you the methods for overcoming your roadblocks and creating a future you are going to love. There is no one size fits all solution. That's why I designed Unlock Your Five Star Future the way I did. I created eight weeks of video lessons to handle the teaching part and over 100 pages of worksheets to ask you all the right questions 
to help you uncover your potential, unlock your motivation, find your focus, and achieve your dreams. It's all about you. The best part is you can get started right now and work at your own pace. You'll pay once and get lifetime access. What are you waiting for? Go to becomingfutureyou.com forward slash unlock to join now and start living your version of your best life. You can also increase your patience by celebrating along the way. This is the strategy I probably get the most pushback about. <laughs> um, one of the things I teach my students is to set these closer finish line goals, not so that you don't push yourself, but so that you actually have finish lines to cross, right? So if the goal is, um, let's just use, you know, writing your first book. If the goal is writing your first book, that's a mountain. That is climbing a mountain. If you've already written 100 books, try to remember what it was like when you wrote the first one. You didn't know what you're doing and you weren't sure that you could do it, right? So writing the first chapter might be a finish line. Writing the second chapter is a finish line. Finishing the first draft is a finish line. Do you see what I'm saying here? Sometimes setting the habit and showing up is the finish line. Whatever it is you need to convince yourself that you are winning. These finish lines are also markers of progress, right? Oh, I showed up for my writing habit 30 days in a row. Good job, me. So how do you celebrate those finish lines? We talked about this recently in our um, private Facebook group for uh, my students. And it's kind of a 50-50 split on how many of them are really getting ha the hang of celebrating things and how many of them are like, well, I've really been falling off the wagon. But one of them said something that I thought was so profound and simple, which is celebrations should make you feel good, right? She said that she used to have the hardest time coming up with ways to celebrate until she was finally like, oh, wait, a celebration is just something that makes me feel good. That can be anything and it's totally personal to you. And don't discount it just because you think it would sound silly to say it out loud. This is one of the things when I ask people, how do you celebrate? They'll start out by saying, well, it sounds silly, but I actually really love changing my sheets. I love having clean sheets on my bed. So I celebrate making it to the end of the week by putting clean sheets on my bed. I do that. I love clean sheets on my bed. They are the best. They bring me so much joy right? Or um, I think we've already established that chocolate brings me joy. So let's not, let's not talk about food rewards. But maybe it's getting to spend an hour outside. Maybe it's getting to go for a walk. Maybe it's hiking at a park that you always wanted to go to, renting a movie you really wanted to see. A celebration is anything, anything that brings you joy. It could be clipping your toenails. You know what I mean? Anything that brings you joy, as long as while you're doing it, you say, this is my reward for X. This is my celebration for working on this thing because it's important you make the connection, okay? That you make the connection between 
I'm making progress. I did something hard. Now I'm celebrating. I crossed a finish line. Now I'm celebrating. Yes? Okay. So no more calling your celebrations silly. You don't have to say them out loud. Like I've had people tell me they celebrate with an ex extra cup of coffee. They dance in their kitchen. Uh, nobody said they clipped their toenails, but that just popped into my head. But you don't have to tell me or anybody else what you do to celebrate. You can also increase enjoyment by doing what you enjoy, okay? So in talking about cultivating joy and enjoying the journey, right? The Instagram post, how do you en enjoy the journey? Well, part of enjoying the journey is enjoying the process. So stick with me. I have you create this vision for future you. What does future you want? And I said, you know, 20 year goal, beach house, beach house on the beach. And then when you create this vision for future you, you kind of work backwards into a strategy. Well, I think I'll achieve that thing by, um, you know, having an Etsy store. I think I'll achieve that thing by starting this podcast and getting sponsors. I'll achieve that thing by working at the job that I'm currently working at, but taking on extra hours, whatever. You start to work back a strategy. Sometimes there's a disconnect between the vision that future you has and the strategy for getting it. So the question is, does, do you like the idea or the process? Do you like the idea of being somebody who writes full-time? Or do you actually like the process? If you hate writing, if you hate the process of writing a book, you know, being an author might not be for you. If you hate the process of recording podcasts, being a podcaster is not for you. If you hate being on video, then being a YouTube star is not for you. You can still achieve your end goal. Like, let's say it was the beach house. You can still achieve that, but maybe the, the strategy, the process needs to change. Does that make sense? This is just like with exercise. When you start exercising, um, some of the advice that you might hear is find an exercise you can enjoy. That's important. A lot of people will quit. A lot of people will say, well, I don't enjoy anything. Don't enjoy moving my body. I don't enjoy, I don't enjoy exercise. Well, there are thousands and thousands and thousands of ways to exercise. And it's, it's undisputed that you need it. So it seems worth your time to find a way to enjoy it. Right? Even if the thing is like belly dancing or I don't know doing obstacle courses or going to the trampoline park, which by the way, I took a friend's kids to the trampoline park and I had no idea how many muscles that uses. It was very hard to walk the next day. So, you know, try trampolining. That's not medical advice. <laughs> so if one of my favorite quotes, let me just throw this in there. One of my favorite quotes um, is by Richard Branson. And he just says, if it's not fun, it's not worth doing, right? Sometimes we do things that are not fun because we want the end result. But don't put yourself in 20 years of not enjoying what you're doing 
so that you can get an end result that you could maybe achieve another way, okay? And if, if I'm talking about this like future you goal, this 20 years from now, 30 years from now, 10 years from now vision of future you, and you're like, what are you talking about, Mel? I don't have any, I don't even know what tomorrow me is gonna do. Then make sure you download the Becoming Future You journal at meljolly.com forward slash journal. All right, and let me give you the, the last one. You can increase enjoyment by resting, by resting. If you are one of those people who says no rest for the wicked, I am talking to you because, oh, I hear this all the time. And I've, I've even said it myself, right? Like 99% of the stuff I teach is all because I'm guilty of it myself. But if you, if I'm like, celebrate your finish lines and you're like, no risk for the wicked. And if I'm like, do what you enjoy and you're like, no rest for the wicked, this is for you. I know I keep using exercise in, as, as an example, but when you exercise, you do three days on one day off, right? When you're strength training, um, when you are using your brain, super, super, super hard. Does anybody ever feel like their brain just won't? It just won't. Like I personally wrote a lot of thousands of words in the last week. It was awesome. Felt great about it. Sunday, my brain just wouldn't. No thoughts, no thoughts. Okay. Because my brain was saying it's time to rest now. And resting means that then you can go again then you can, you get rejuvenated. You can go again, just as hard as you want to go and you'll make up that time. This is just like why sleep deprivation doesn't help you be more productive, right? I personally had to accept that I have to sleep a lot. I have to sleep a lot. I tried to short myself on sleep and guess what? I had no good ideas and I was super slow at everything. So when I sleep and when I was teaching myself, okay, Mel, you need an extra hour of sleep. You need an extra two hours of sleep, whatever it was. And I'd lay there in bed and I'd fret about not getting things done. I would say the most productive thing I can do right now is rest. The most productive thing I can do is sleep. If you have to reframe it that way as the most productive thing you can do, if you're like me and you get addicted to productivity and crossing, checking the boxes and crossing the finish lines and keeping the momentum going, but you know you need a break. And if it feels like you're slogging through sand, if it feels like you're moving through peanut butter, if your brain just won't, those are all indicators you need a break. And if you don't give your body a break, eventually you will get sick. That's how that works. Eventually your body will go, Okay, now we're going to take a break, right? Take a take a rest day without without the stuffy nose and the headache. With my students, one of the things we um, talk about in our Facebook group is self care Sunday. Because Sunday is a great day to reset. Not in everybody's schedule, but pick one day of the week where you're going to reset. You can do all of this in that time. You can mark your progress. How have I moved forward this week? What can I feel good about? You can ask yourself, am I enjoying the process? You can look at what finish lines you can cross. 
You can do all that on your rest day. This can be a whole, a whole amazing routine for you. I'm just coming up with this idea right now. It's not in my notes at all. <laughs> okay, but the last thing I want to leave you with is you can improve everything. Yes, patience and enjoyment and energy and vitality and like joy for life by remembering that it's a worthwhile investment. Learning about this stuff and acting on it is worthwhile and you are worth the effort. This is probably the number one obstacle I face with women is we put everybody else first, take care of all these other things, whether it's people or pets or bills that need to be paid or the, the other job or the inbox or whatever. React, 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 give, 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 give. You are worth the time that it takes to build yourself up, the time that it takes to refill your well and re-energize. And if you need to reframe that, just remember you do a better job at everything else when you are refilled. Somebody asked me recently if I'm in a good mood all the time. I'm not. <laughs> and when I'm not, it's when I'm tired or I'm hungry or I'm stressed and I haven't taken the time to sit down and eat or sit down and meditate or sit down and journal and like deal with like what, what's happening in here, right? What needs to be dealt with? Well, then I'm short with my husband. I'm short with my pets. I'm, I'm not as good of a mom as I want to be or as good of a coach as I want to be, as opposed to when I go, mm, recharge. You're like an iPhone with a bad battery, right? You got to plug it in three times a day. <laughs> so let me, let me challenge you with this. I want to challenge you this week to ask yourself, where am I feeling impatient? Where in my life am I feeling impatient? Where am I feeling like things aren't moving fast enough? And then how can I increase enjoyment so that I can be more patient? Whether it's resting, whether it's asking yourself if you need to change the process, whether it's finding some finish lines and celebrating them, or whether it's just journaling about your progress, how can you increase enjoyment this week on your journey? I hope you enjoyed today's episode and got something you needed. If you did, please remember to take a screenshot of the podcast and post it on your favorite social media platform. Not only will it help this growing podcast find new listeners, you also retain new information better when you tell others about it. So make a quick post about today's episode and then take action on what you learned. Remember, if future you is different than present you, that means you're going to have to do something different. If you'd like to get more clarity on who you want to become, be sure and download the free Becoming Future You journal at becomingfutureyou.com forward slash journal.